Welcome to the Pentecost Podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Epsworth. The Pentecost Podcast is a podcast dedicated to exploring Pentecostal theology and history. If you're a Pentecostal who is passionate about theology or someone discovering Pentecostalism for the first time, then join me in exploring Pentecostal theology and history through this podcast. This episode is part seven and the final episode in our The Church and the Full Gospel series based on the book Toward a Pentecostal Ecclesiology, The Church and the Fivefold Gospel. In this episode, we're going to reflect on the series and the importance of the fivefold or full gospel to the church. The book concludes with this insight and summary, quote, Perhaps, more than anything else, the pattern of the fivefold gospel as the framework for ecclesiological discussion reminds us that the church is the church only because Jesus redeems, sanctifies, empowers, heals, and instills in us the hope for his return. This leads to a high view of the church, as the most prominent agent of grace in the divine economy. But the gospel is only good news because we know that these things are beyond ourselves and constantly require the transforming power of the Trinitarian God, active in history through what Irenaeus called his two hands, the Son and the Spirit. End quote. In the Church's ontological union with Christ, as discussed in the episode, on Jesus as spirit baptizer, the church also becomes a sacramental community in which sinners can find redemption, sanctification, and healing through the means of grace instituted within the church and the full gospel of Christ as redeemer, sanctifier, spirit baptizer, healer, and returning king. The church, in union with Christ, through the indwelling, sanctification, and empowerment of the Holy Spirit, becomes the totus Christus, the total Christ, in carrying forward Jesus' mission of salvation and redemption in the world, primarily through the proclamation of the gospel and the actualization of the kingdom of God in providing a foretaste of the eschatological reality of the new heaven and new earth. One of the most important and profound theological insights and takeaways from this series on the full gospel is how deeply Christological or, to put it more simply, how deeply Jesus-focused Pentecostal theology and ecclesiology is. This is a nuance I think many non-Pentecostals miss when they think of the more prevalent Pentecostal distinctiveness of spirit baptism and the emphasis on the initial experience of speaking in tongues. Pentecostal pneumatology, which is the theology of the Holy Spirit, is a Christ-focused pneumatology. Jesus is the spirit baptizer, and this has important implications for our theology on the Trinity. As we saw from episode 4, spirit baptism is integral to a fully realized Trinitarian theology. It is in the giving and baptism of the Spirit, and the incarnational nature of the Spirit's relationship to the Church, that the Trinity is revealed in its totality. Again, to quote the book, quote, Trinity and communion belong together. The eternal love relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit represents the primary mode of communion. As Zizeolus says, the Christian God does not exist first as one, but as three persons in relation. The Church is the image of God. A Trinitarian communion theology is the best medicine 
for the rampant individualism of the cultures of the global north. End quote. Since God is a triunity, three persons in one, and the church as the image of God ought to reflect this reality. The Trinity is not only important for our theology, but it is also important for our communion as the Ecclesia, meaning the called out ones, and our perichoretic fellowship with one another as the church. Perichoresis refers to the internal relationship and activity within the Trinity between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Likewise, we too, as the church, are called to live in fellowship and communion with one another and communion with God in such a way that the already not yet nature of the kingdom of God is embodied and actualized in the world. Another very thought-provoking and faith-stirring reflection through this series is on the sacramental nature of the church and indeed in our definition of the sacraments. Speaking in tongues, foot washing, and the anointing of oil and laying on of hands in the context of the full gospel can arguably be construed as sacraments in their own right, signs signifying and pointing to Christ and means of grace through which Christ and the Spirit are active. One area I would have liked the book to spend more time on is the fivefold ministry gifts of Ephesians 4.11 and their integration along with the sacraments into a Pentecostal ecclesiology shaped by the full gospel. Do local churches need all five ministry gifts, active and present, for a healthy, robust and fully realized eschatology? Or is it sufficient that the church universal has been given all five? Practically speaking, how do each of the five ministry gifts work together and complement one another in order to equip the church to attain, as Ephesians 4.13 says, the full measure of the stature and fullness of Christ? Perhaps... This could be the focus of a future podcast series. Let me know. What are my final thoughts? To wrap up this series, my theology of and love and passion for the church has grown through this study on the church and the full gospel. Week by week, as I have explored the fivefold gospel on this podcast, I've been even more excited to worship in, serve at, and lead in church each and every Sunday. My desire for the gifts of the Spirit have increased and my desire to experience the fullness of the gospel in my relationship to Jesus has grown. As Aslan famously says to Lucy in Prince Caspian, every year she grows bigger, she will find him bigger than before. Quote, Aslan, said Lucy, you're bigger. That is because you are older, little one, answered he. Not because you are. I am not, but every year you grow, you will find me bigger. End quote. This has been true of my faith in Christ. The more I learn about Jesus, the bigger he is. Through this exploration of the fivefold gospel, my faith has grown and I find Jesus to be bigger and bigger. This is reflected in the book with excitement in the following appeal. Quote, A Trinitarian spirit Christology helps rediscover the whole history of Jesus as the background and power for the coming to being and continued existence of the church. What ancient creeds miss in their otherwise healthy Trinitarian orientation is the lack of focus on the earthly life of Jesus. As Moltmann pointedly remarks, in the creeds between the clauses conceived of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, there is only a comma. The teachings, healings, exorcisms, invitation to sinners and outcasts, baptism with the Holy Spirit, and inauguration of the kingdom are left out. Pentecostal Spirit Christology with its accent 
on Jesus as healer and baptizer with the Spirit could be a God-sent corrective. The full force of that rediscovery just needs to be added to ecclesiology. End quote. The full gospel gives us the full Christ. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and our series on the church and the full gospel. Please subscribe for more episodes and help by sharing this podcast with your church, family and friends. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I'll catch you in the next one.